Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mountainers, uh, Mason, and of course we've got Techie Joe. How are you, darling? Doing great. How are you this evening? Ready to be ran over. Oh, well, you know, there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think am. we're both kind of there on that one. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, it's been another long week. Yes, and it just keeps getting longer if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Next week should be easy. There's no moving mm-hmm. next week. Everything is yeah. here. And if it ain't, you don't need it. Well, you know, you. there is stuff that we still need. <laughs> but it's saying... Well, I'm, storage yeah. buildings, those type of things, yeah. Oh, but it's also been a little bit of a crazy week. At least for me, I went about nuts, and I think half of the world went about nuts when we go to message, and oh no, you can't message because Facebook isn't there. Unable to be connected. We're currently under maintenance. Joe, what the heck went on? Were we cyber attacked? Were, you know, the feds? Collecting Facebook and taking it over? Well, no. Currently, they're they're claiming it was basically a glitch, and it's kind of it was weird. Um, it, it was actually a lot of fun though, watching you try to you know not Facebook on Facebook. Right. It was. It kind of reminded me of the experience of the first time Google ever went down. And Mm -hmm. I I literally had the brain fail moment of trying to Google why Google wasn't working. Yeah, on Yahoo. And not being able to process that I could not Google that. Right. It's like when you took her out of action, it was interesting watching you walk into a room and be a little aggravated that the light didn't come on. You know, it's still an ongoing process because now we've named them. Well, now I'm having the experience of being around multiple different names for them. It's not yes. just her anymore. Now there's a whole list of words I can't say. There's three. 
Believe me, if I could um, name them Jeffrey, I would. Well, you know, uh, that would have a lower incidence of being sad. I still can't believe you named one of them her. Oh, one of one of the uh, the hers uh, computer. I'm like, really? Really? Did she not notice, you know, somewhere through this house there's Star Trek? Yeah, well, I guess that part, but come on. Professionally, this is like a nonstop process of trying to say your desktop, your laptop, your anything but the C word. Uh Uh-huh. All right, I'll rename her. Oh, okay. Well, I I would greatly appreciate that. I would. I would. I'm not renaming (laughs) her the her name, though, because that just causes pandemonium in this house. Oh, yes. But, you know, that's the reason we originally changed her name. Oh, yeah. No, Facebook, though, that that was just crazy. I don't think anyone was ready for hours of that. Um, but, yeah. Especially about <laughs> six hours of that. Yeah, really. I mean, that's just... <sighs> but, yeah. And this is why, the, you know, I'm glad that, like, Twitter isn't owned by them because it wasn't just Facebook. I could have lived without Facebook for a couple hours. If I had my Instagram, I can reach my people on Instagram. It ain't that bad. No, Instagram was down. My foreign customer yeah, that used Twitter, WhatsApp Twitter was, was down. Oh, no. But it's interesting to see what websites got a spike. Well, yes. I mean, Twitter stayed up. Because Twitter wasn't affected. Yes. Twitter is not a Facebook-related product. So mm-hmm. there was that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's got to be a moment for Twitter when everyone takes to them just to complain. Um, sure. But, yeah. 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 It's just um, it's been fun. Oh, it has been. It's been delightfully yeah. interesting and you know, seeing people come back on and, you know, trying to, you know, figure out, okay, where are we going again? You know, because I'm in multiple groups and multiple discussions, and that was supposed to be an active night. Oh, yeah. And now it's like, okay, you know, we have to catch up. Um, yeah. Because we haven't been there. Um, and then other, now we're starting to see staff coming out like Pornhub picked up, got more traffic. You know, this site got more traffic when Facebook was down. And it's like, really? Facebook was down, so this picked up? Well, you know, I've long had the feeling that a lot of people who are on Facebook are just like, it's kind of like the, the, the mental equivalent of jerking off. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So I can see Pornhub taking a a boost, you know, uh, Facebook's down, I'll play with myself, not others. Right. But does that that, that, then mean that, you know, Pornhub should really start targeting against Facebook in marketing? That would be interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Pornhub, we're always up. How about you? Yep. There we go. There we go. That's, that's what they go. need. That's what they need. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, maybe do some nice, like, Facebook, we got what you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe some adult freaking Facebook. You know what I'd like to see is a real adult Facebook. Um, well, there have been a few sites that tried that. Um, I know Life Out, that was its goal. And until it yeah. sold out. Yeah, it basically became it like it was aiming to be an adult Facebook and it ended up becoming an adult MySpace. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. We, you yeah. know, and then they they went the next step and started like really heavily moderating, and yeah. it like it's really, uh, it's just kind of weird when that happens. It's like there's only so much well, moderation you can do on an adult site. Like, well, I mean, I get it. Like, my issue I'll, comes in there is moderating. Yeah. Adult means be a damn adult. Don't be sitting there whining. It's like I'm in some groups that are like for you know, leather and different other lifestyle stuff, and people are reporting pics in there. And I'm like, really? Did you oh, yeah. not see the name of the group at the joining of the group? Well, yeah. I mean, that that's – well, and I mean, even for life out, um, mm-hmm. it wasn't even – like, the level that they were moderating at, it wasn't like, oh, that's inappropriate content or, you know, hey, you're being a jerk. It mm-hmm. was so nitpicky. You know, there was one discussion I got slammed on on Life Out mm-hmm. um, that I was just sitting there and I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And all it was, all it was, all it was, was a user had started a thread and was like, hey, has this ever happened to you on Lifeout? Mm-hmm. And, or aren't you tired of this happening, you know, on Lifeout and other websites? Um, right. And it was, you know, when people message you just to be hateful, Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I've been there. I've gotten that. I've had people message me and be like, you know, you're so fat and ugly, you ought to kill yourself. Like, mm-hmm. well, thanks. Glad you're having a great day. <laughs> you know, like spread that sunshine around. God, like Jesus, you know, take a chill pill. If you don't like me, scroll on. Like, yeah. Well, not only that, but, but do the, you know. And those happen in our community. We are rude. We are mean. We are grumpy. Even before I've had coffee, I can be rude, mean, grumpy. But I've never gotten why someone takes that step. Because they'll message me and go, oh, my God, you're, you know, why why are you doing, you know, why does this say this in your profile? Or how dare you do this? Or how dare you, you know, I, you know, what I love is I know who you are. And? Great. Great. Um, That's Book an appointment on my other page or talk to me. Yeah, but no, 
And so, but with Life Out, all I did was reply to this user's post. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally happened to me. You know, it's happened here, and it's happened there, and it's happened on Life Out, and blah, blah, blah. Like, 30 minutes later, the post has been taken down, and I'm guessing everyone who had replied Mm -hmm. got the same message, which was, that's not appropriate content for the website. We don't allow you to disparage the website, blah, 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 blah. If you're having a problem with the user, you need to contact support directly so that we can handle this. Um, you know, I mean, just blasted. And I'm like, one, mm-hmm. I didn't even start this. Two, this is like, this is a thing that happens. Like, I don't care what site you're running. I don't care how carefully you're running it. I don't care how moderated it is. This is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's a public site. The public right. is a wild, crazy place. There are, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of people online and, you know, this happens. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that's going to happen to your users And we were just kind of having a little, like, oh, yeah, it's so horrible. I hate when that happens. You know? No. And that was it. It was a totally benign Mm -hmm. conversation. Like, no one was plotting anyone's death. No one was talking about, you know, doing anything to anyone. It was just a little, like, meh session. Right. And, right. But that's the problem, though. That That's the problem, is, like, that's an adult... You know, this was an, a, a, a situation that adults commonly have on adult websites. You run into crazy. Right. Crazy decides to talk to you. Oh, my God, it's mm-hmm. annoying. Why do these... You know, right. And that's it. But, no, they had to go the extra step of having a moderator mm-hmm. for the website just mm-hmm. lose their crap. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this where we are now? And so it's okay. And then it, from then on, it seemed like that was the watershed moment. That's when uh-huh. groups started disappearing. That's when, you know, conversations started disappearing. Um, mm-hmm. And I just got fed up with it. Um right. You know, and it's the same crap with Facebook. It just seems to be that with the team of moderators, it's a little more unlikely to happen. Um, You know, I'll give it that. Um, Especially some of the stuff I've reported. Because, like, I try not to report. I try not to be that a-hole. Um, mm-hmm. just like every time something offends me, no, like I'm not that dude, but there's Sorry. some things that's like, really, are you kidding me? Like, right. do you think that's appropriate? Like, that's not like, no, that's not cool. And that I'll right. report. Um, mm-hmm. but, like the, the, like three times I've done that. Um, I know the most recent time I did that. Facebook didn't even, they, they came back and said, does not violate our community standards. And I'm like, I made a comment in a group and someone called me a child molester. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not against your community standards. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. You yeah, know, but I mean, let me that... post. Let me post a gem pick of me coming out. Of, you know, finishing up at the gym, and someone mm-hmm. get offended by it. And by golly, they take that down and put you in Facebook jail faster than you know. You know, Bill Clinton can access a new. Oh yeah. Hmm. But no, it's I. I don't know. The internet's just gotten so crazy anymore. I I don't mm-hmm. get it. I don't. It's like part one of it is I kind of miss the days, and this is going to sound bad. There's no nice version of this, but to be an elitist for a moment, I miss the days when you actually had to have money to own a computer and have internet access. Mm-hmm. It really kept the plebs out. Like, can, can I just, like, I'm all, like, my goal, my dream, you know, going into IT was to help people and connect the world and people from all over could talk and discuss and, you know, to be a part of that mm-hmm. would be so awesome. Yeah, right. I know. Like, I, I, some, I, I think somewhere in my late 20s, I moved past that. Um, mm-hmm. And now I'm just kind of at this point of, can we go back to, like, you know, $3,000 computers and, like, dial up? Because it seems to keep the plebs down. Like, I, well, I'm really not sick only... and tired of some of the idiots. Like, we, we well, can do with fewer. They seem to be fewer when when this was expensive. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, I can mean, we stop the social justices, please? Well, I don't know. See, that's the one where I... Uh, I really hate that, that, that the concept of social justice has, for some people, been so mm-hmm. horribly tainted by those who did not understand mm-hmm. what the arguments were about what the fight was about, what people were fighting for. Um, Because not all social justice is bad. Um, It's actually a a good chunk of this is very beneficial to society and draws attention to issues. And then there are those who don't understand what they're talking about, who scream social justice, and you do Mm -hmm. have that moment. And I understand it. I've been there where it's like, this is not an issue. We we do not need a fundraiser for this. We do not need people showing up for rallies for this. This is not an issue. Um. Mm -hmm. And a lot of really good people, really good causes, really good things get lumped in together. That, sure. That's my biggest problem with, like, going, oh, social justice warriors are horrible. Mm. Not always. Like, the vast majority, one, don't even go there with that title anymore. They used to gladly, proudly proclaim that. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have what I call up. the 
blonde people. You have, you know, their hair has been blonded. They talk like this, like everything. You're so like terrible in this world. Dare Starbucks shut down to train their employees. I need my Starbucks. Yeah. Really? Well, and technically that's not social justice. That, that it is. Well. Like that, if that, like honestly, that should not mm-hmm. be anywhere near that category. That's never it what it was about. Um, right. Well, and people like take it up like it's a social cause. Like, oh my God, Starbucks shut down. This is horrible. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, and I get how people are sitting there like, oh my God, who is this idiot, and why are they speaking? Mm-hmm. I do. I'm there. I'm with you. But that's not what social justice is, nor should anyone have ever let them use that title without smacking them. Like, no. Oh, no, we should smack them beforehand. Yeah. Please. Well, and then there's also, like, the gray area of social justice where it's like, you know, the, the – it's not the it's it's uh it's kind of um, it's not that the problem isn't there it's like how much can we do to solve this mm-hmm. you know there there's there's a limit you mm-hmm. know i like i i on some level, appreciate uh, PETA, P-E-C-A, People for the Ethical mm-hmm. Treatment of Animals. There's a mm-hmm. level where I appreciate that. I do. I'm never going to be someone who shows up and says, I don't eat anything with a face. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not there. Um, yeah. Do I starve in this have... Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I've long been the person who is like, I feel like three animals should die for every meal I eat. I love sure. meat. I really mm-hmm. do. But I can understand and have an appreciation for, you know, people fighting against puppy mills. I can have appreciation for, yeah, I'm going to eat that animal. I would actually like it to have a semi-decent life. Like, Mm -hmm. I know it's being raised for me to eat, and I get Mm -hmm. that. Um, Mm -hmm. But some of the – and that has been some of the stuff that they have exposed are Mm -hmm. some of the really horrible conditions these animals are kept in. Um, But it's it's just not even – you know – Mm, it, like it's not healthy for the animal the way at all. Right. Like this is not healthy food. Like point blank, well, end it, of the day, that's where I have the appreciation is for in that context of you're exposing businesses and business practices. Yeah. Right. This isn't even like healthy food. You like no animal should be raised or kept that way. That right. Just here's where I have the problem, though. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Here, I have two problems with these lovely PETA people. Because I actually had to mm-hmm. deal with them a few times. One, when I was working with the cat rescue, and you know, they would be up there, oh, it's so great, you guys are saving the cats here, support PETA. Um, and starting a fit because I wore leather shoes to the event. And it's like, gee, let's not waste one. And the other thing was not one of them would adopt a cat, but they were there to collect money at our event. Or, oh, you know, if you want to support animal, you know, non-cruelty, have freaking pets. Live on a farm, not in the middle of New York. How many of these animals do you want to take? It's yeah, kind of like when, you know, people say, oh, I'm against abortion, I'm against abortion. How many foster children do you have? Exactly. Um, you know, I I do. I And that's sometimes where I draw a lot with, like, what I can accept and tolerate and put up with as mm-hmm. – you know, the, it's the demarcation between social justice and, and what it ought to be and mm-hmm. weird, random people who are just screaming about things they know nothing about. Right. And I, I think that's always important to identify is, is this person actually talking from a place of knowledge? Is this person mm-hmm. actually espousing an opinion? Or, or no, or more importantly, are they espousing an opinion or a fact? Um, right. And you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, is who the hell are they mm-hmm. to have this? Um, right. You know, that's where I often come into it at. Is, is who is this person? What you know? It's yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, the the biggest one for me, and and I know we have some disagreements on this topic, but the mm-hmm. biggest one for me is the like Jenny McCarthy and her anti-vax thing. She doesn't mm-hmm. have a medical degree. Very. Like, who the hell is she to be talking about? In the face of and an authority to discuss mm-hmm. vaccination. Now, I can to some extent understand that in in some instances, celebrity endorsement can go a long way to help. Mm-hmm. Right, but a lot of this it it, it just confuses me. That it's not just that she's involved to draw attention. Like, Mm -hmm. she's literally there. It it Mm -hmm. is. Like, she's running her own thing. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not a she's being brought in to help lend credence to this. Um, And that's where I kind of draw the line. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who is she to mm-hmm. be making this statement? Like, why should I right. listen to her? Why should anyone? Right. Um, and 
that's that's where I have the issue, and we see a lot more of that anymore. And mm-hmm. to an extent, like welcome to new media. Well, it's, it's more so. It's more so welcome to the Kardashian era. Sorry, that's what that's it is. That's true too. That's true okay. too. Um, um, yeah, we have different views on it. Um, we have different views on vaccines and what should be considered a vaccine and what should be considered an option. You know, I'm always pro-choice. It's my body. I'll do what the hell I want with it. I find that a lot of people that go pro-choice that get they get one idea of pro-choice. They don't get the full spectrum of pro-choice. Just the point of view. Um, and you know, other people are very much, well, this is what science says, and it's like, yeah, I'll go and read all of science, not just, you know, what the CDC puts out. But it's called, the, I call it the Kardashian effect. They know shit about it. They haven't sat down and done the research. They haven't looked at it from a perspective. And then they think that everybody should do it. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I know for me that I, like, mm-hmm. I, Again, we disagree on the issue. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty strong, you know, sense of confidence mm-hmm. um, in my decision, and you know, because I, I get flu shots, I'm I'm there for that. Um, mm-hmm. But I can understand to an extent um, mm-hmm. letting people choose whether or not to, say, get a flu shot. Mm-hmm. That what I can see. I really can. Right. Um, right. You know, that it's still a risk. It's still a gamble. Um, it, I mean, in older populations, in small children, that can be a risk and a gamble. Um, mm-hmm. The incidence of death are much, much lower um, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but then there are others, it's like, I don't know. If you're telling me the worst thing that could possibly happen, if it were true, <laughs> or, it, you know, if I were to sit here and go, oh, yeah, that's totally true. The <laughs> worst thing that could happen is autism, and you're comparing this against, you know, Measles? Right. I, I, I'm i right. sorry. Like, even, 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 even if I were 100% mm-hmm. convinced that was well, a 80% likelihood event. Like, right. I bet if the child was vaccinated and it Measles, mumps, rubella, chicken pox. Those we agree on, the ones I well, yeah. don't agree on, is the flu shot because it's not only not proven that it'll work because they don't know which flu it is, but it's even not even been put through scientific testing. They just keep issuing new ones. That's where me and you differ. Is I think that vaccinations should be tested vaccinations should go through the same rigmarole as everything else. It's like right now we have 
a cure for lung cancer. Cuba has been using it for 20 years. And guess what? It's in testing. But you know what? Next year's flu shot is not. Well, there you go. Um, on that, I, I don't, I, that I haven't researched. Um, mm-hmm. but for me, um, mm-hmm. I, again, I, I will do my flu shot. I, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it does. Maybe it's going to kill me in 20 years. Maybe I get Alzheimer's. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do, however, know that. One of my worst experiences was H1N1. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I'm hoping, like, even if the flu shot doesn't work, even if, right. uh, or always get it right, let me put it that way, even if it doesn't always get it right, I'm hoping they are paying attention more so to the let's protect you against the worst strains that you could possibly get. Like, that's, I guess, more where I want to see the flu shot go is, like, if at the end of the day, yeah, you may get the flu, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be one of those, like, annoying but not, like, kill you flus. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, okay, cool. That's that's, That's fair. That's fair. Um, you know, but I don't ever want to do the H1N1 experience because I did, I totally avoided the flu shot that year. I was just like, this is crap. There's no point. I'm reasonably healthy. I could frankly, (laughs) at that point, use a couple of days off anyway, you know, (laughs) and if I got to take it in bed, that's fine. Um, that's not what happened. Um, that was uh-huh. one of the, like, that That was a third cousin of the flu. This was its, yes. like, steroided up, totally crazy version of the flu. Um, right. in that the flu shot didn't even protect you from. Well, but what I'm saying is, is I did not get it that year. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. if it would have covered it that year, but no, it didn't. That was the problem. Well, but here's my thing: mm-hmm. um, is that I would hope, I would hope mm-hmm. that in getting the flu shot each year now. Mm-hmm. Um, that if that were to make a resurgence, that that would be the A1 on the list. Like, no, we're going to vaccinate against that one because holy crap. That, yep. I mean, it was, it, it wasn't like having the flu. It was uh-huh. a literal week of I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's all I felt for a week. Mm-hmm. And then worked like I. I well, basically ended up working a thirty-three hour, I think it was week. Like I mm-hmm. took the a part of the first day off, or no, the second day I got sent home or sent to the doctor, and right. that afternoon went home, 
and, you know, rested a little that afternoon. And then the rest of the week, I ended up having to try to work from home. And I was, I just vaguely remember, because that's all I can do from that week, vaguely remember sitting there at my computer trying to work, and all I could keep thinking was, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And like, that was it. That was, and I was starting to make peace with it. I'm going to die mm-hmm. sitting in this chair at my desk in front of my computer. Right. And I've already been told there is nothing that they can do for me. You know, it, it's the flu. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. See, I disagree with that one also because, yes, there is things they can do for you. They can give you hot toddy. They can give you ginger tea. They can take and give you hot lavender baths with alcohol in it and allow your system to naturally fight it all. But, oh, that's right. That's Chinese medicine, not Western medicine. Well, in terms of a prescription, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. I was you'll get just, something here. You'll was. get cups of ew, and you'll drink it. No, save me. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. No, it was you know, bad. Um, and that's, that's my hope. That's my hope, is that mm-hmm. if that were to come through again, it's like, just let me avoid that one. Like I'll take, mm-hmm. I, I like let me avoid the bad ones. That's uh, my ideal flu shot. Is just let me avoid the bad ones. Like if yeah. I've got to have diarrhea, vomit a few times, and feel like you know I've been hit by a truck for a couple of days, I can do mm-hmm. that flu. I can do that flu and go to work. Mm-hmm. I, I'm you know I will be a trooper. Mm-hmm. Because that and that was the biggest problem in our office is uh-huh. that um, where I was working at the time had just up and decided mm-hmm. that you know they were going to crack down on people calling out. They were going to crack down on this. They're going to crack down on that. And I understand it's a call center. It was a collections call center. That's an interesting group of people. Let me just leave it at that. That's an interesting group of people. There's there's a lot of let me see what I can get away with. So we had right. a lot of people that would call out, and it was most likely BS. And I get that. Right. But at the same time, that it was like the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. We were all... You know, we had all been told, you know, we're not going to let you, you know, you can't call out anymore, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. Unless you want to get fired, you can't call out. You've got to show up. You've got to da 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 suck it up. You right. can go to MedExpress and you're on your own time. And I'm sitting here going, right. I work 80 hours a week. MedExpress is closed before I even think about leaving here. So, yeah, that's that's where I was. Yeah, but that's the issue. That's the issue that has been the issue for most, you know, if we look at Europeans, 
and the way their mm-hmm. employment style works, you don't show up sick. Matter of fact, they will fire you for showing up sick because then they see you as putting the company at risk. If you look at mm-hmm. how the Chinese and the Japanese, who get hit all the time with flus that we don't get, you know, the bird flu started mm-hmm. there. They are handled much more differently, you know, than what we do here because of our corporate America going, oh, but you got to be here. You've got to show up, which there, unless yeah. you are doing something hands-on manufacturing, nursing care, nurses should never show up, and, you know, they should have to be tested their temperature when they show up. They should never have to hit that floor sick. I don't care if it's sinus infection or anything else. They're putting their patients at risk. Never should they be required to be there. No. But no. no um, and, and but that was the thing though, is they they had gone hardcore on this concept of mm-hmm. we don't care, show up sick, you know. Right. We're sick and tired of our absenteeism. Well that's mm-hmm. great, and it became the perfect storm. Our only right. saving grace is that the uh president of the company was so paranoid over this flu that he started sending us home if we even looked sick. Uh-huh. And it was like, thank you. Um, but, of course, that required we had to go see a doctor, get a doctor's note, and it's like, yay, now I have a doctor's note for the flu and just paid $35 to get it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then turn around and I still work 33 hours. And I'm right. like, what was the flipping point? Like, why did we, like, I, my doctor literally said, go home and rest. That is the mm-hmm. fastest way for you to get better. No, I work 33 right. more hours. Right. You know, I mean, it, granted, at that point, I was working 80-hour weeks, so that really was time off. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, it's like, and nothing right. I did that week was worth anything. Like, I was, yeah. at one point, I was so wore out. I remember struggling mm-hmm. just to stay awake long enough to finish an email. Mm-hmm. Just, like, with every fiber of my being trying to type mm-hmm. words. And right. not being a like, I don't even know what I sent. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I was at, and I'm like, this, this is, <laughs> I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Right here, sitting at my desk today because of this flu. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess really what I should have been thinking is I'm going to die sitting here, you know, at my desk. Because to someone somewhere in corporate, you know, theory, mm-hmm. that would make me the best employee. Right. Like that's that's what we're told is you know, uh, play injured, be a team player, work harder, keep working, suck it up. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that's not how this works best. Because no, did I get any like I got nothing out of that but problems. So yeah. Right. 
Yeah. It was. It was just frightening. Right. But, you know, we have more and more of this happening. We have more and more, you know, what gets me is now they're not treating or vaxxing for basics. Ones that would be seen in my day. And, yeah, we're going to give you polio shots. We're going to give you measles, mumps, and rubella. Start with those. Mm -hmm. Let's get the basis Mm -hmm. that we know works. Then go do the experiments if the parents want them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And and to I like if you if we're talking like Gardasil or I think that's what it is the HPV vaccination. I can Mm -hmm. see people being a little. uh, I don't know. Um, you know, it's new, there's, it's not been out all that long, there's not been a lot of long-term mm-hmm. case study, there's, I can see right. having reservations on that one, like, eh, um, you know, I, I can see people doing that, but it's like, really? Right. Measles? Measles? Really? Right. You're, you're afraid of that you one? Know. Yeah, oh. the one our grandmother yeah, well, that's, that's where I react with people at. That's where I react with right. people at. It's like, really, that's the one you're going to have a problem mm-hmm. with. You know, mumps, you're going to have a problem with. Like, have, have you actually seen what mumps does to a human being? Um, or measles? <clears throat> yes. Or, you know. Like, yes. I, but that's where I'm at, is, is like, uh-huh. have you stopped to consider the right. alternative? Is you know death. Mm-hmm. We're not talking. Oh, you'll have some scars. You know, like if you don't get the chickenpox vaccination. I get that one. You know, mm-hmm. not a lot of like you got to be really immunocompromised to not be able to handle chickenpox. Um, right. So I can understand. You know, if, if parents want to be like meh. We'll skip that one. Um, granted, shingles, um, you know, that's that's kind of a thing. Um, and not a fun yeah, one. Rarely. You know. Well, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder yeah. anymore. It seems like more and more people are popping up with shingles. Or more and more people well, are talking about it. I don't know if that's it. More and more people are talking about it. Um, it tends to be a rarity. It's not a guaranteed. If you got chicken box, you'll get shingles. Um, and then again, that's normally a sign from the body that something else is wrong. There's another yeah, medical true. condition that's affecting the um, body that causes the shingles because shingles are caused by stress and the immune system being suppressed. Mhm. Well, okay. yeah. But still, but still. Mm-hmm. Um that that's one of those things that I like I've seen people go through shingles and it's mm-hmm. that's just one of those moments. It's like turn back the hands of time on that one it, with the knowledge you have now it would have been like shove the needle in my arm now. Um, well, avoid that. And I right. like, you know what I mean. 
it, like because the the people that I've seen that have gone through it, mm-hmm. there, no, it, was it going to kill them? No, but the misery of it is mm-hmm. it's just you know, ah, uh, this constant aching, burning feeling, and mm-hmm. I can understand. You know, if, if at that point, I'm sure I'd be like, can we just get in a time machine and shove that needle in my arm? Like, please. Um, and I would get that. I, w- I would totally get that. And I would, and I totally get why parents would opt on that one. Um, one way or the other. One way or the other. Um, but no, it's like, and children. Moms. And children, I think at age 13, your child mm-hmm. should be making his own medical decisions. Present the evidence. This is what I believe. This is what science says. These are all the studies. You can read them. You have a above sixth grade level education. I've seen the that. You make your own decision. Well, and I would think that would be great if that were the average kid. Because I'm sorry, but I don't think we can simultaneously have some of the conversations we've had over time about, like, stupid parents who are not Mm -hmm. raising their children and then turn around and say that those are kids that should be, you know, some of those kids aren't going to be adults at any point in their life, and some of those kids, if they're lucky, might become an adult around 30. Um, okay. And I get you. You know what that. I mean? But, uh, yeah, but here's the thing. The way the medical system's set up now, children at age 13 aren't even allowed to make their own medical decisions. I think they should be. Yeah. Me and you both at age 12 were running households. Well, this is true, but I also have the realization that those mm-hmm. were situations we should not have been in. Like, th- those were not situations we should have been in. Um, that honestly, at the end of the day, that's mm-hmm. not a thing that any 12-year-old should have to take on, ever. Um, that we did it, that we did it well, that we survived it, didn't necessarily screw us up for life, is a good thing. No, I realistically, on that one. Realistically. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I think it made me a stronger, bitchier person. I think that, you know, no, I'm not one of these cupcakes running around here that doesn't know how to pay a bill. Um, that's just scary to me that a 30-year-old doesn't know how to pay a bill. Um, and, of course, I'm one of those ones that believe that, you know, when you are of an age that you can begin making logical choices, then you just need to start making logical choices for your own body. Um, do I think that I never should have been running my house well at 13? Well, let's look at the facts. In other cultures... And other times, by 13, I would have done had my second child in probably a third farm. Some people were running countries at that age. 
don't know. I, I have some real problems with that. Mm. I, mm. To me, mm-hmm. um, and again, you know, just the, the situation as it was. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that I would have preferred to have been 30 and helpless. Mm-hmm. And, nor do I think I would have been. Um, but, but, I, I, one, I was not ready. Um, Mm -hmm. at all. You know, it's like, here's the deep end, hope you can swim. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't, the utilities are going to get cut off, we're going to starve to death, and you're going to be wearing dirty clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, just for starters. Um, because I was hit more so with the other side of it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't just that, you know, these were things that I did and, or had to do. Um, it was the actual part of it where I had to do this. Um, my dad had gone from mother to wife with Mm -hmm. no opportunity to be an adult. That has right. an adult. Um, right. You know, he'd never done laundry. He had never really cooked a meal. I mean, he could figure out vaguely the concept of frying and microwaving. Um, mm-hmm. Not that our nonstick survived, but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. And the man no, couldn't he, find ketchup. Do I now? The man couldn't find ketchup. Yeah, I got called in, while I was in college to where's the ketchup. But, no, I mean, he he was literally a helpless adult. He had no mm-hmm. clue. He had never budgeted. He did not understand money. He had never understood money the, or the value thereof. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hadn't paid the bills, hadn't, you know, tried to juggle the finances, had not done laundry, had not, like, the the list was long. Um, He went to work, he got a check, he came home. And then basically my mother gave him an allowance in cash for him to go spend. Um, You know, for whatever he needed, you know, gas and cigarettes Mm -hmm. and lunch and whatever. Um, And that was it. And this is after, you know, he came from my grandmother, who, Mm -hmm. on her side of this equation, she went from mother to husband Mm -hmm. and had, you know, she immediately went to housekeeping. She barely knew how to cook because her mother was kind of crazy about keeping a clean stove. And did not mm-hmm. like anyone to mess it up. So she, mm-hmm. learning to cook was trial and error. Learning to right. do laundry was a little trial and error. Um, mm-hmm. And especially the time period, you know, she was going from hand wash, washing board to new appliances. That no, mm-hmm. you know, this is a new thing now. Um, right. And. All of that going on, 
raising a kid, and mm-hmm. my grandfather still was like her names were on the account. She could mm-hmm. have written a check. She had no clue how. He passed. Right. We had to sit down and teach her how to write a check. She right. had never written one. She had a mm-hmm. bank account with her name on it, and she mm-hmm. never written a check on it. She she right. didn't know how. Um, mm-hmm. You know the and she didn't understand her finances or how much you know her money was worth. Um, right. And she was just sitting there petrified. And mm-hmm. it's just like this story evolutionarily of, you know, yeah, it gets better, you know. And I think mm-hmm. mom had caught on to this much earlier on than I think dad ever would have imagined. Um, mm-hmm. Don't know where exactly that came from, but it was always her goal um, for all of her kids to be reasonably independent. So mm-hmm. the boys were to learn to cook and do laundry. The girls were supposed to be able to change their own oil and service a car. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to what would typically be expected of them. Um, mm-hmm. Because she didn't want any of us to sit there and be stuck. In addition, yes. she also wanted all of us to go get an education and, you know, be successful, you know, all of that together, though, um, that was realistically the only way that I got to or had like an inkling of what I was doing. Right. Um, you know, because I, again, kind of fell into the deep end. Um, it, it's not like I didn't have on swimming trunks and floaties. Um, mm-hmm. But as for cooking my own or like as for cooking dinner every single night and doing laundry every single day. And those weren't things that, that wasn't, right. you know, I, we hadn't gotten there or that wasn't where we would have necessarily ended up. She wanted mm-hmm. me to be able to do those things. I don't think she ever had an intent or a thought that I would ever right. be in a situation where it's like, okay, you take over the household. I'm going to be over here having early onset all set. Sure. Um, wasn't her game plan. It worked. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't always beautiful, but it worked. I at least right. knew how to write a check and balance a checkbook. And I knew what the bills were and I understood money and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Not that my first bill paying experience went well. I, I, well, yeah, at least you didn't send the water bill <laughs> to the power company and the power bill to the water company. No, didn't do that. Um, did, <laughs> however, um, not quite get the whole balancing of finances thing because dad uh, was still working at the time. And so mm-hmm. he, of course, got paid every two weeks. And mm-hmm. I kind of paid all the bills. Uh-huh. I did. I, like, uh, he got his paycheck, I paid all the bills, and then we had an old shit moment. Yeah. How are we going to eat? Uh-huh. I paid all the bills. I did not uh-huh. get this concept that, okay, right. 
you can like you gotta balance this a little bit. Um, uh-huh. You know, there's a juggle here. You can't pay all the bills on one check. You end up a tad broke. <laughs> <laughs> More than the first month. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, my first bill-paying experience was when I realized that I made more than my parents. Well, there you go. Um, you know, at the time, you know, I had eleven yards and four houses and two newspaper routes, and was chuckling along there, and you know, being Superboy, to put it nicely, mm-hmm. plus you know, my little side gig with my grandmother and. You know, different things going on, and mm-hmm. you know, sat down to pay the bills the first month that mom was away on her six month vacation, and dad's running back and forth to do things, and it's like, oh dear goodness, I have more money in my account than they do. Well, crap, power yeah. bills got to get paid. Crap, yeah. power bills got to get paid. Well, I'll just write the check out of my own. Mm-hmm. Mhm. No, and learning to balance that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. and then there were, you know, there was a lot to that. And the part mm-hmm. that I think back on is there. There are a lot of non-optional things mm-hmm. that once that happened, um. There were a lot of options closed down to me. I think mm-hmm. that's the part I, I kind of stop and think about. In I, I kind of think about it from a perspective of I could just see my mother crying her eyes out to know that mm-hmm. I didn't do that because I had right. to take that usually kind of like that's when I know – that one, I, I shouldn't have been in that position, and I don't think any kid ought to be in that position because mm-hmm. I can literally sit there and imagine if my mother knew the stuff I had to do or the choices I ended up making, mm-hmm. um, that would have broken her heart. I, I just yeah. cannot see her sitting there and being like, yeah, you know, that's like, it's kind of a weird way to say it because I'm talking about the mother who was in the situation that she had to be taken care of. But just right. like I, I can kind of see it if it were from her perspective that mm-hmm. if she knew that, mm-hmm. she would have been devastated. Like devastated, right. humiliated, like she failed as a mother, that she, like, just would have been heartbroken. Granted, my mother got heartbroken over a lot of things. Mm-hmm. She went through kids needing glasses, and every time it was the end of the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, she blamed herself. It was all her fault. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't have let us do this. That's how we ended up blind. And I'm like, no, we just got really decent tea, unlike you and Dad. <laughs> we mm-hmm. did not, however, get your 2010 eyesight from either one of you. Because right. both my mm-hmm. parents, better than perfect eyesight. 
mm-hmm. teeth were gone by like mid twenties. Um, meanwhile, still rocking my teeth, not a lot of problems there. Mm-hmm. Um, but my eyesight, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> right. At no point will the Air Force ever be calling me to fly anything. <laughs> well, so like that's in debate because the Air Force may not be flying anything for a while. You know, Ooh. they. You know, I think in ten years, war will be in a video game. Uh, well, they're smart, but that I don't know. To be a very big Looking back, would I want my childhood changed? I don't think so. I think, you know, what I went through, what I grew up with, how I grew up. Um. I think made me out to be who I am today. Do I think someone should explain that 40-hour work week around age 12? Yeah. Um, but let's take a break, and when we come back, let's talk about some children and teenagers being shown the wrong way to go to college and give our opinions on that one. Shall we? All righty. That sounds great. And you'll find us at www.themagichappens.com, your free online magazine. Are you looking for loving, caring, spiritual answers? Then you need to give Rainy a call. Her number is 303 416 2977. She's able to give you a reading, see what your life path holds, plus what the angels and crossover loved ones has to say about it. Visit PsychicRainyLove.com for more details. And remember, Rainy spelled R-A-I-N-E. As a busy modern woman, I'm constantly on the go. Having to make multiple stops while I'm out shopping or getting things done just doesn't work for me. That's why I love going to the Crystal Lotus Shop for every one of my metaphysical needs. They have all the basics like stones, candles, sage, plus they carry jewelry, herbs, cards, a variety of unique gifts, and several other items you're probably looking for. Uh Uh-oh, sounds like my husband's old college injury flared up again. That's okay. I can count on the team of healers at the Crystal Lotus to fix him right up. They offer massage, Reiki, Kalamni, as well as other energy modalities, all performed by licensed, highly trained, and gifted practitioners. And while he's being taken care of, I'll sit down and get some guidance by one of their accomplished psychic readers. Oh, and did I mention they do custom orders and have gift certificates as well? They even offer yoga several days a week for all levels of experience. Plus, the last Saturday of every month, they have Psychic Saturday, where they offer discounts on readings as well as many healing sessions. Stop in to meet Shauna and the rest of the family there. They're located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, where the Loop Pharmacy used to be. Or give them a call at 304-729-8055. Crystal Lotus taking the spirit where the body cannot go. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. 
Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese. And guess what? Egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Did you know that you can have a reading with ASIN in person? Or you can reach him by phone, chat, or even text message. You should really check out his site, asinite.com, or give him a call. His number is 304-584-3592. Have a cup of your favorite topics with your hosts, Ace and Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Ace and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. The Psychic Coffee Shop live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of Java just for you. Well, welcome back. You know, I think we pulled the old break instead of the new one. That's okay. So today, you know, we're going to be revamping some stuff, guys. Just bear with us. Within the next week or so, the station will be revamped for some differences. So Michael Pence had some interesting guests just today. Yeah. Well, not today, was it? Was it today? Um, 14th, yeah. No, it was yesterday. Okay. Cool deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that had to be so For those that are not familiar with Pence's record, you know, he's son in governorship, anti-gay bills, anti-inequality bills. He's considered to be a conservative Christian. Mm-hmm. Those two kind of Chris, things. Well, he Christian conservative. Well, again, I don't think he's either. Um, well, I don't you know. think. Well, that's a different show. Um, <laughs> no, I was just meaning from the perspective of his brand of religion comes first. Like he, he is not mm-hmm. a conservative first. Like right. if he had to choose between religious belief and conservative values, he's going to go with whatever wackadoodle religious belief he has. And mm-hmm. let me and... pause right there and clarify. I mean that from a pers- of, I It's not that I think all religion is bad. It is not that I think all Christianity is bad. It is not even that I think whole denominations are necessarily bad. I do, however, unfortunately, 
um, see a great big difference between Christianity and Christianity. One has a TM mm-hmm. at the end of it. It's for trademark. Um, and that's the politician form of this that is mm-hmm. sometimes one of the most wackadoodle, like, out there, crazy, we're going to justify policy based on, like, who we hate and wrap right. it in religion. That's what right. I'm talking about. So before anyone's like, oh, my God. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not throwing off on religion. I'm just throwing off on some of the people that call themselves religious. And really, it's just a giant hate fan club. Um, well, so anyway, moving agreed. on. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm going to say it because, you know, I'm the bitch. I get to say what I want. <laughs> He's a wackadoodle. You know, I it drives me crazy. And I do mean insanely crazy. You will see me lose my crap when someone forgets that our government was set up be free of religion. Mm-hmm. Well, for freedom, the founding from fathers the... were not Christian. No. Right, they weren't. Well, and more importantly, they... more importantly, the whole mm-hmm. concept was we we got ticked off. Over a few issues, we had a whole tea party mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to express our frustration with that, and then we wrote a great big long paper about it. Um, well, we wrote and, three. Well, you know, but ultimately, um, uh-huh. there, <laughs> this is one of those founding principles: is that. Effectively, the problem with religion is not that religion exists. The problem with religion is when you start telling people what to think, how to believe, what to do, and then telling them that they're Mm -hmm. wrong and, you know, killing them for it. That we take offense, ultimately, to that concept. Um, You know. Here's your shocker moment. The founding fathers were snowflakes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's how well. That the shocker out. moment wasn't that the founding fathers were snowflakes. It was that they had seen what the England Church had done to the English government. They had seen the atrocities in Italy. If you haven't studied mm-hmm. history, go back and study it. It's called um, the Inquisition. They had seen what had happened in Salem. They had seen what these, um, at the present time, I believe they were called reverends, were doing to the country. And they had said, no, we ain't having that. We don't want a pope to lead our government. We don't want a king to lead our government. They agreed upon a president, but that wasn't until after five years into running the government with two bodies of government. The Congress, which was the House and Senate, that was it. Those are your Articles of Confederation before the document, you know, the um, Constitution. And you know, it's well documented that Jefferson was into very much everything but religion. It's well documented that Washington was very much into the Age of Enlightenment. 
it's very much documented that Ben Franklin was probably an atheist. So when they go and, a Christian country, no. Yeah, it's not a Christian country. It's not like that's just that's garbage. Um, no. but no. So yeah. <laughs> so we end up with Pence. Mm-hmm. Um, as vice president, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, sometimes I think I'm actually more afraid of him than Trump. Mm -hmm. Just, I I don't know. We're almost through this. We've got, what, one more year? Hopefully, you know, we can just impeach uh, the fucker before then. But if not, hopefully we'll get a decent candidate out of the Democrat. I'd be surprised. We don't have a Republican candidate. Well, technically, at this point, it's a year and three quarters Um, because it'll be election 2020 and then take office in January 2021. Um, You know, let's hope. Right. Well, hopefully he's too busy campaigning and trying to get another season of this poor reality show that he can, uh, you know, go into a corner. But anyhow. So Pence, who yeah. is widely and evidently um, against GBLT, <laughs> I don't. I think one of his aides has a sixth sense of humor. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, I'm quite sure of it because he invited the uh, prime minister to breakfast at his place. Now, the okay. Irish Prime Minister, Leo, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name, Varkandiela, um, is gay, and he brought his lovely boyfriend with him um, to the Navy Observatory for breakfast. I would have loved to have known what the conversation is, but dear God, my grandmother used to say, the man looked like he ate a canary. Pence looks sick. I don't think breakfast agreed with him. What's your thoughts? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just curious what was served. I, I like I'm just curious if so, if someone's sense of humor just went like right along with that and it was just like bagels and sausage. Just add insult to the injury. You know, just just uh-huh. as many phallic symbols as humanly possible. Right. Oh, that would have been amazing. But no, I. <laughs> it it oh it had to have been interesting. There's just no way around it. Right. Like that that's just got to be awkward. Right. But you know, like I, I guess you have to say. Kudos to the to the prime minister there. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, president, I'm sorry, I'm having a title blank. Um, but no, you have to give like you have to give kudos on that one. I, like uh-huh. a lot of people would have been like, uh, no, we've heard of this nut job. No thanks. <laughs> That's right. Like, I think I'd rather you know slam my nuts in a desk drawer. Then set for breakfast with him. Um, right. You know. So, kudos to 
Cruz on that one for for actually going. All right, I'll play along. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and I just think I that see. it was, you know, and he, how uncomfortable could he have been? Pence, oh. who I'm talking about, because the Prime Minister looks like he's having a lovely time and wants to fix the second lady's hair. Because, dear God, that looks like a poodle mop and a half. Well, you know, it happens. Uh-huh. Like, well, that's what happens when you won't have anything to do with gay people. You have crappy hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to say the least. And then of course, you know, those who enjoy the Hallmark channel, well, you know, Lori Lawson isn't gonna be there anymore. Fuller House got a little less fuller. Which I think is good. Well well for the, Becky, yeah, yeah. Aunt Becky yeah. got canned. <sighs> that's just sad. Like, for starters, that's just sad. But, no. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think Hallmark really had much of a choice on that one. That they, They've been so... Mm, mm-hmm. Hallmark has a lot of Squeaky problems. Clean. They they really can't be scandal related, and she stepped in it. Right. Yeah. 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 As did a lot of you know. very wealthy, influential people who are, and I still don't get how this is act like everyone's acting so shocked and surprised. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here going, "This is the same crap." Like, really? Ah, this is nothing new. This is, like, this is nothing new. Rich people buy their way into uh, school, or buy their children's way into schools all the time. Like, I'm sorry, but I, I, there are certain schools I'm just never going to be all that impressed by the name. Because if you immediately are, you know, the son of a doctor or a lawyer, I'm pretty sure the deck was stacked uh, was stacked in your favor. The the deck was stacked in your favor. That that, that's just a given. Like most likely, your parents put out some money and said, "Yeah, I know, not the sharpest, you know, knife in the drawer, but." Give him a good degree so he can at least, you know, go flunk someone else's company so I don't have to pay for him my entire life or her, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, but this isn't new. Okay. So you've worked in administration. What we're understanding is that they had someone taking SAT and correcting SAT and ACT um, coaches vying, you know, paying coaches to say they want to recruit this person and then cutting them from the team two weeks in. 
what do you see and what do you think? Well, from the admin side, thankfully it was a business school, and we really were committed to our accreditation. Um, and we actually got angry at schools that tried to throw us their rejects. Um, uh-huh. That's a totally different story, and I don't even know that I, I will ever get to talk about that one because um, I certainly right. don't want to name names. But w- there was a school that w- we finally figured out what they were doing. They kept mm-hmm. calling and telling us they had this great student who was moving and you know, they they were top of their class, and, you know, is there any way they could get admitted to our program? And so they would send over transcripts and, you know, their scores and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. based on the numbers and everything that we got, we admitted them. You know, mm-hmm. cool. Um, right. You know, yeah, well, anyone would take that student. Why are you buttering us up? You know, mm-hmm. and then turn around and the students start taking classes and they are bombing at this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After a few conversations with students about what the heck, like, we're, mm-hmm. we're, because we're trying to figure this out. Because I will give my previous, uh, that previous boss, a ton of credit. She mm-hmm. was not only phenomenal at what she did, but just as a human being. Um, Mm -hmm. She was not one of those kind of people that's like, oh, well, you know, like she didn't have to pull these students in and go, hey, what's going on? What happened? What's going on? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, how can we help? Like, what's the problem? Well, she did that. That was a you know that was something she made time for was to take a student in that situation and be like hey what's going on um, right. especially a student that we that had great scores great grades great everything mm-hmm. glowing references blah 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 mm-hmm. and we noticed a couple of things happening is that ultimately we finally got this super honest student. Mm-hmm. who was like, I was already flunking out of that program. Mm-hmm. What? What do you mean you were flunking out of that program? They're like, yeah, I like I was a C student at best. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're looking at the transcript going, no, you weren't. You have, like, mm-hmm. all A's. Like you mm-hmm. had a blah 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 score on this and a blah you know, and you've got glowing references from this person and you've got and they're going I've never met that person I don't you know my scores were blah 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 and they had totally hoodwinked us so they could take a student that was underperforming mm-hmm. that they knew would take their numbers dump them on us. And let us take the hit because they're a big name school. Yes. Oh, you want to talk livid? Oh. Oh, that was livid. Because right. that's kind of the thing. This was a master's level program that, right. um, you know, I, I was in, uh, working with. 
And mm-hmm. oh, the 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 requirements to keep accreditation were a nightmare. Right. And it wouldn't take too many students like that for us to have lost our accreditation. Right. Oh, my boss was furious. She, oh, like, I bet. She closed her door to call the dean of that program and, like, rip him a new one. I still heard mm-hmm. the conversation. I mm-hmm. Like, through her closed office door. I heard enough right. of that conversation to know that he properly got ripped. For pulling that well, good. Like, well, you yeah. know, but to say that it doesn't happen, or mm-hmm. or to think that this is new and shocking information that, you know, people with money or prestigious schools are turning a blind eye to academics in favor of money, to sit there mm-hmm. and think that you can't buy yourself a degree from whatever school you want your kid to have a degree from. Or even yourself, mm-hmm. even yourself, you can, mm-hmm. you know, you throw enough money at a school, mm-hmm. here's your degree, just, you know, thanks, please, sir, may we have some more, uh-huh. and we'll all just keep that going. Because ultimately what happens, mm-hmm. and also one of the things that that I, I've seen statistics on, is mm-hmm. there's there's this lovely little series of statistics that if you're born into poverty, you have a minuscule chance of actually doing of ending up in the wealthy. Yeah. If you're born into wealth, even mm-hmm. without money from your parents. Your connections, because of mm-hmm. your wealth, will typically keep you in a position mm-hmm. um, more likely than not, way more likely than not, um, that you will never fall into poverty. Like uh-huh. you, will, you will always land on your feet somewhere. C-level right. executives, um, once you earn that C-level executive, you're most likely never going to be anything other than a C-level executive. You can right. run a company straight into the ground, mm-hmm. and another C-level executive or higher will hire you solely based on the fact that you were a C-level executive. It doesn't right. matter if you totally bankrupted the company. You work the once you get right. that C, you're, right. you're golden. Right. Like, you well, will find someone who will take them to the newer question. This another is the one that's been in debate for a while. Mm-hmm. And that is, does college matter anymore? Ah, I keep seeing that one go around. And at this point, I, mm, I struggle with that. Um... And I I almost have to change the conversation, not not okay. totally, but like I have to look at it from a different perspective. Okay. Do I think college matters? Yes, but here's the caveat: there, 
I also think that there's a bigger question to ask is, is it worth it? And I think that's probably the more important question and what really the heart of the issue is. It's not that college doesn't matter. It's not that college isn't a great, you know, thing, but is it worth it? Um, and, mm-hmm. and I mean that in literal financials. Um, mm-hmm. Can you, like, at what point can you still justify the expense of college? Right. You know, when, when we're talking about two or three thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. or you know, or six thousand dollars a year, or ten thousand dollars a year. Over the lifetime of your career, you're going to make that back. Right. Like, that's pretty guaranteed. Right. But when you start seeing people leaving school with $250,000 of student loan debt, not mm-hmm. worth it. It's not that you'll never make that money back, but to try to pay that back in 20 years you're mm-hmm. going to be broke. Like, you're never right. going to have anything. You're going to be so delayed in mm-hmm. achievement mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, having stability and having, you know, the things that will help you be successful. Right. I, I don't think you're ever going to catch up. Right. You know, I, like, I think it's atrocious enough that I, I kind of went through in that group um, because I have rough or graduated with something like 40 some thousand dollars of student loan debt. Right. Yeah. And the, the firm reminder that the payoff changes mm-hmm. by the hour because right. they will calculate the interest to the hour Right. Because that's like a quarter. Um, I, I, I literally had this conversation with an agent for my student loan servicer. I, right. Because it, at one point I'd ask just for fun what the payoff amount was. And she was like, well, are you ready to pay it off at this moment? And I said, no, I was just curious if I wanted to write a check right this minute how much mm-hmm. would it be? And she said, well, mm-hmm. um, now this is only good for the duration of this phone call. Mm-hmm. I said, excuse me? She said, well, we, um, she said, I, so she tells me the amount, and she said, but that's only good to the end of this phone call. It'll go up after we end this call. And mm-hmm. I said, wait, what? And she said, well, you know, the longer it goes unpaid, the higher the mm-hmm. interest is. Okay. Right. But seriously, if you tell me this number right. and I call back in two hours to pay it off, you're telling me right. you wouldn't even honor that? And she's like, no. Right. It, it, she said at, at your level of loan, it goes up by like a quarter an hour. Right. I'm like, Beam me up. Are you uh-huh. kidding me? Like, you want to talk about soul crushing. 
when, when mm-hmm. you realize you owe enough money that your payoff amount changes by the hour, mm-hmm. that, that it's a literal consideration of your loan servicer in telling you what your payoff amount is. Right. That if you actually want to do that, you need to budget for a little fluctuation between when we talk. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just, uh. Right. Oh. That, that was the moment. I was like, oh, I'm so in debt. I'm so in debt. And basically had that at the time. Not that you could have one with the money now, but had the realization I basically financed a BMW SUV of the same year. Mm-hmm. I financed a BMW SUV for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And that's a moment where you just sit there and you're, you, <laughs> and then, and then, you turn around, especially me. I did the thing that they were like, like if you turn on Fox News, they preach the STEM, 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 stay in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. I was mm-hmm. there. I was there. Mm-hmm. Do your tag. I did. Uh-huh. I got my tag, and then I went out mm-hmm. and I got offered a gross annual salary of thirty thousand dollars gross not net mm-hmm. gross gross mm-hmm. right in an area uh-huh. where I struggled at that right for rent utilities food gas and you know the things I needed to be able to work right um and I there were there there was a major struggle because my loan payment was two hundred and twenty dollars a month at the time. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of months I couldn't do it. Couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Like I you right. know, it, it's like the tire blew out on the car. I can't pay my student right. loan payment because that's two hundred and fifty that's where I needed two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, right. My student loan payment is two twenty. Um, you know, that's not affordable. You can't. That's where I go with the the things you would have to give up in mm-hmm. order to to make. It, it, again, it's not like you'll never make the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars back. <laughs> sure. Um, but the things you're going to be giving up for twenty years is with right. you know. Especially if you end up in the same position I did, in which your <laughs> field that was booming when you went into college, and they're talking about seventy thousand starting, and you know uh-huh. full benefits, and you know travel, and blah 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 blah, and write your own ticket, and I'm you know that's what I signed up under. That's what I you know filled out student loan applications for. That was my mm-hmm. understanding of what I was getting into, was that this was, yeah, it's a lot of money, but mm-hmm. I should, if like if I were really frugal, based on what I was told, I could have paid that loan off 
with what they said I'd be managing. Uh-huh. If I were really frugal, I could have paid that loan off in like five years with no right. sweat. You know, right. don't take a vacation, don't buy a car you can't afford, you know, things like that. Yeah, pay the loan off in five years and totally worth it. Totally worth it. Right. And then I came mm-hmm. out and it was like, good luck affording the rent. Right. Good luck finding a place to live that will take your rental application because mm-hmm. you don't make enough to live there. And that was right. a legit problem I had. Um, mm-hmm. I, I ended up, you know, with a five hundred and fifty dollar a month apartment in Durham, North Carolina. Um, right. Well, and the previous, yeah. And you know that in. North Carolina, <laughs> that's a w- tiny little one-bedroom in not the best neighborhood. Right. I'm not saying I, I – now, granted, my first apartment, I really did have people trying to sell me drugs at 2 a.m. But the second apartment, um, mm-hmm. I at least didn't have that. But it's mm-hmm. not like it was a surprise to find out that someone got murdered a couple of blocks from where I lived. Right. Like, I literally got and, to the point that didn't phase me. Right. Like, and uh, see, we have two different gold, tech like experiences. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, done, you done the college. You done the four years. You know, learned your Russian wit and learned your English 102 and learned this. And I learned it as it was developing. I came up from the bootstrap. I can remember writing code. I still can write code if I have to. You know, web design, not a problem. I own a design business. I never sat one day in a college classroom for that. Mm-hmm. What's the, you know, we have people now that are social media managers. The only thing they've learned how to do is Facebook. And they're making right. sixty thousand a year. Not yeah. one college degree from it. Do you right. feel cheated? Well, and um, just by that, no. But I will tell you, and we've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. The thing that you, that got me, the the like, mm-hmm. I was doing okay. I was handling the stress, and you know. I went out to eat one day while I was working. I, I went out for lunch, and I was sitting in the Arby's drive-thru, and I will never forget that time. Um, there in the drive-thru, they had this little, like, uh, pop-up sign thing, you know, the one on the springs. They had one of those, and now hiring managers. Starting salary, 60000 full benefit, full-time, full benefits, dental, vision, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember being in that drive through and just getting so angry mm-hmm. of, just at the universe, at the world, at people, at at college, at tech, at everything, everything. I got mm-hmm. so mad sitting in that drive-thru. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm having this moment of I went to college, I got the degree, I did everything I was supposed to, I'm working for a company that does not appreciate me, 80 hours a week, I'm exhausted, and Mm -hmm. I'm literally going through this drive-thru. And because I didn't have time to pack a lunch, there was no legit food in my fridge because I worked so hard and you're telling me right here, right now with the sign, Mm -hmm. I could be working here as a manager Mm -hmm. for twice Mm -hmm. my starting salary. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm not throwing off on Arby's or Arby's employees or food service. I'm not. Mm -hmm. But I'm just sitting there going, I've put so much time, effort, and energy into this degree. I've put Mm -hmm. so much time, effort, and energy into the company I worked for. Right. Find out that literally – the thing you were told as a kid is that, well, if you, you know, if you don't watch what you do and you don't behave yourself and you don't do the right things and you don't go to college, you'll end up flipping burgers. To find out mm-hmm. that I could be flipping burgers or at least managing people doing it mm-hmm. for twice what I'm making right now. Right. That, that I was just so infuriated. Just, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, right. oh. <laughs> uh-huh. well, it's like when I went through nursing school and they'd be teaching, oh, well, this one, you, you know, you have to ha- learn the, you know, let me show you how to do this. And I'd be like, that's not how it's done. Let me show you how it's really done. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. Talking of you know when you know you know I have fucking law degrees people, um, and most of them are nothing but paperwork. I could have tested out of the freaking classes like I'm doing with other classes that I'm currently in, and moving on because it's like not even useful, not even useful, um. Because a lot of things you don't learn until you are using those skills. Virtual basics, you've got to be in that software. You've got to be in that company. You've got to know how that database is running. You've got to know what parameters have been set for that database. Um, nursing, you've got to know how to deal with patients. They don't teach you that. They don't teach you the psychology of that. Yeah, well, it's the same with IT. You know, because we, yeah. and that's another conversation we've had is that, mm-hmm. as bad as it sounds, sometimes I don't so much need to fix the computer mm-hmm. as fix the user, because mm-hmm. sometimes what I get has very little to do with the application or the system or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. It has more to do with going on with you. What 
What right. has happened in your life to put you here right. on this phone yelling and screaming at me mm-hmm. over something that by all logical standards mm-hmm. isn't that big of a deal. Like, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Yeah, right. I'm there. I get it. I see it. Mm-hmm. I, I'll fix it. Right. Why are you so angry? It's not that big of a deal. Right. And what I learned very quickly in my career is that I was going to spend a lot more time mm-hmm. talking to people than mm-hmm. sometimes fixing their systems. That, that right. frankly, like, okay, what's going on with you? Why are you so angry? What has gone wrong in your life? Right. Um, and sometimes those end up being um, the best fixes, I guess. Is when you can sit there and actually identify what is going on with this person, like why they Mm -hmm. are coming after you. Um, Because that's what I found. Some of the worst clients that we had um, at the last employer, they didn't have so much of a tech problem as they just had a really crap life. And we right. were the lowest person on the totem pole that they could get away with yelling and screaming at. Mm-hmm. And so those were, and no one else would deal with them. So they ended up on mm-hmm. my extension. And it's right. like, hey, how's it going? What's up? Oh, that's horrible. I hate that happened. Oh, yeah, we mm-hmm. can get that fixed for you. Uh huh. Oh, she did. And, you know, by the time they have vented and ran it and raved, I've got their problem solved, like, with time to spare. And, okay, mm-hmm. well, here's that thing you needed fixed. I really hope that so-and-so gets better, and I hope that, you know, you have a better day. Right. And send them on their merry way. Um, You know, <laughs> I had one client that I swear right. to God, once a month, she called over a report. I'm like, I'm ready for it. Send her on. <laughs> I've made time mm-hmm. in my schedule. <laughs> she is penciled like, in. We have this plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get him out. I, mm-hmm. I got used to um, it. Like, everyone else was mm-hmm. scared of her. And it's like, mm-hmm. she is not the big bad wolf. She really no. isn't. She's actually, She was actually a very sweet, older woman who worked in a job. And should have, by all of the accounts, like, she was someone you would just look at and go, her life is set. And I think even she had that moment that mm-hmm. she, could, she, she couldn't figure out why she was angry. Right. She, like, she had, by her own definition, no reason to be angry. She had a nice home. She had right. a loving husband. She had great kids. A cushy job, great benefits, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. A woman just had so much anger. And she right. just needed to scream. But right. what could she complain about? <laughs> so, right. I don't know. It, it's just sometimes just so weird. The things that end right. up as IT problems that aren't IT problems. Right. 
but in general, I think a lot of jobs would be better on a system of apprenticeship. Go learn. Get in there. Get dirty. Um, Work a floor. Don't administer narcotics on a floor, but go in there and have to do patient care. You know, do you know? Yes, they have clinicals. Those are cute. Those are four to five hours, three times a week. That's not a nursing schedule. Sixteen hours. What? You know, sixteen hours is an easy shift for you. Seven days yeah. a week for about two months. You'll yeah. know what you need. Um, oh, absolutely. Restaurant management. Definitely apprenticeship. You gotta learn technical skills. You know, like how to explain that your cook cannot sleep with the waitress in the freezer. No classroom's yeah. gonna teach that. Well apparently they can. <laughs> it's not a can or cannot, it's a should or should not explanation. Right. But and why? You know, There's and, good reason. Right. And there's a good reason, you know, one, your aimate's that good. I've seen you shoot pancakes. Do not shoot that in my freezer. But, you know, I also had the opposite experience coming up from bootstrap versus going to college because the companies that I worked for, Platinum and another one, um, literally, they treated us like freaking princes. They didn't understand mm-hmm. what we did. They just know we made them money. Work more than 10 hours, you're going home in the car. You know, don't feel like coming in today? Fine, work from home. We've already paid the bill. Right. You know, so Meanwhile, to, you I know. worked at the place, but I worked at the place mm-hmm. where we literally were told uh, that IT was over-glorified clerical. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. show me a secretary that can grind your business to a halt in three keystrokes. Mm-hmm. And either you have made some horrible choices for your business, or you are seriously overestimating someone's ability. Well, I think that it doesn't take three keystrokes to ground or, you know, your business to a halt. I'm thinking it takes 27 keystrokes to ground my business to a halt. Oh, well, there you go. Not if I create a shortcut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be cute. But if you don't pay the cell phone bill, honey, yeah, the business does ground to a halt. Yeah, really. Well, yeah. especially, but yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, it looks like we're running out of time. It is now. The psychic coffee shop is coming back next week. Sorry, guys, with the move and. You know, it's going to be taking on a different flavor, so be sure to check it out. Um, it will be back next Tuesday, and we will have a guest that I believe. And until then, have a great weekend. Go party. Have fun. Be happy. Absolutely. Good night, y'all. Good night.